Welcome to the Money, Mindset and Business podcast, where we talk about all things money, mindset and business with real life stories and real life people. Let's get into the episode. Hi and welcome to episode two of Money, Mindset and Business podcast. Today we are talking to the wonderful Louisa Wilcox. So Louisa, please introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, thanks for having me, Leo. It's great to be here. Um, so my name's Louisa Wilcox, just being told, and I'm a money strategist for female entrepreneurs. Awesome, awesome. So um, tell us a little bit, little bit about who you are outside of being a money strategist. Who is Louisa outside of business? So I'm a mum, so I've got two children, um, and I've got two cats and a dog, if you include those as well. I'm married, so I've got a wonderful husband who I have to say is very patient and very, very supportive, and I'm very lucky there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, my um, eldest is going to be coming up 10 soon, so, you know, I've been doing motherhood for the last sort of 10 years then, which, as we all know, is quite interesting. Um, but, you know, I do other things, obviously, as well, um, especially over since COVID, I've really done a huge push to actually, I think, you know in the when you are a mum and that you kind of get a little bit lost don't you even when we run our own businesses we get a bit stuck and we can get a little bit lost and we kind of follow the same sort of pattern all the time so now on a Tuesday I'll take myself to boxing classes and things and sort of make an effort to go away and sort of to find yourself a little bit as well so yeah always find a bit of leisure too and amongst the craziness of life. (laughs) Awesome boxing that sounds fun are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's great fun. So it's an, I go to an all-female boxing class and it's a wonderful group and they're really positive and everyone, we have a great laugh and the gentleman, Larry, who actually runs it, he's fantastic. He's really motivating. Um, but it is like a pure hour to hour and a half of exercise and you really don't stop. But it's great. And after you just feel fantastic. So it's, um yeah, and obviously you can get your frustration out on the punch yeah. side as well. So it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I know that very well having two kids myself and running a business and everything else life does get a little bit frustrating at times so that sounds like a really nice way to kind of just get it all out on something that's not going to actually get hurt it is it is it's great actually I'd advise anyone if you want to do something like that to go find something like that um you know I go running as well but as you know I sort of I run two businesses so I do my bookkeeping business and my money strategy business so yeah it can get quite full-on at times it's great to have that time away from it all Brilliant, brilliant. So let the listeners know, um, well, obviously the podcast is about money, mindset and business and the impact of all of that on everything in life, which we obviously touched on a little bit there. But where are you now within your life when it comes to your money and your mindset and the business? Where, Where do you currently stand with all of that? Yeah, so now, you know, in quite a good place. Um, you know, I was certainly a few years ago, it wasn't the same, but I'm more than happy to touch on that in a minute. And, you know, now it's good. You know, I'm the breadwinner of the family, um, sort of running the two businesses. And I think because I've spent the last year to two years actually really coming into who I am and learning about myself. And, you know, I did have to, last year, I took a lot of time and went, no, I'm actually going to be finding time to be me and to understand who I was because you do get lost. And, you know, I've been a mum for so long. Um, You know, I, well, I was 19 when I fell pregnant and I had my son when I was 20. So, you know, my whole adult life then I've been a mum. And, 
you know you do become that is kind of you and then you go into the working world and even when you become an entrepreneur you then become a mum and a businesswoman and you don't find yourself so yeah now I'm in a good place and but it's taken a lot of time um you know to really focus and find that and money now I'm in control of it which kind of have to be as a bookkeeper and a money strategist so I can help others um you know I'm on top of that and I review it really regularly so I know exactly where I am and I'm quite strict with the money and how it works as well so you know I do budget every single week so I know exactly where it's going make sure we've got money aside for things that we need so yeah it's good brilliant awesome so casting back to what you just touched on there is where you used to be so casting back to when you all when you started your businesses or when your money situation your whole mindset and the business was not quite where you wanted it to be what what does that look like what did that feel like and what was that like for you at the time yeah, so I think it was actually a bit before that, if I'm honest. Obviously, I was a single mum when I had my son. So money was, as you can imagine, really difficult. Um, and I was very lucky. I had family support around me, but um, I'm quite independent. And I never really told anyone how bad things were. So, you know, there were some months I couldn't even really afford to eat myself. Um, and I was worried that I couldn't keep a roof over my son's head. And, you know, I was, I was in a council house. I, was, um, I had benefits, but I was working full time. Um, and, you know, I didn't see my son as much as I wanted because, you know, I'd have to drop him off to nursery for seven and I wouldn't pick him up till six. And that was Monday to Friday. And it was really, really hard. Um, and I was quite fortunate. I met my now husband sort of when my son was quite young and he's raised him with me. And, you know, he is his son. And, you know, that was kind of when it was like, no, you know, I want to get things sorted. We wanted to get a house together. We wanted to have another child. Um, so, yeah, for me, you know, for that side of it, that's really when I started taking control of my finances. But if we, you know, it wasn't actually until after I'd had my second son. So I was made redundant. So joint, you know, obviously we had COVID um, and I was actually on sabbatical before that. Whilst my eldest son went through quite a major spinal operation because he's got cerebral palsy um, to help him walk unaided. So I was on sabbatical for a year to care for him and help him with all the after sort of recovery. And then COVID hit just as I was meant to go back to work. Um, my youngest was really young at this time and I was made redundant from the accountants. So I set my business up, my bookkeeping business, um, mainly because for me, it was the work-life balance. And I knew going back into an employed role, I wouldn't be able to attend the appointments and things that I needed. And I really didn't enjoy that kind of environment I absolutely hated it if I'm honest with you and you know I'd worked in banks since the age of 15 so I've been quite fortunate in my career um but I didn't want to have to go back into that where I was having to ask permission to leave and having to ask permission to go can I go to the hospital for my son's appointment um and I didn't want that so when that's why I went self-employed and it was actually you know for my own sort of mindset and that it was actually during COVID so just before COVID um when I was about I think I was about 25 and I was getting married to my husband and I actually went into a sudden anaphylaxis and um, so I developed an allergy to nuts yeah. and I woke up not being able to breathe and that for me my whole life literally overnight just completely went like you can imagine I couldn't eat I spent a yeah. whole year struggling to eat and I couldn't even put bread in my mouth without having a panic attack I suddenly like got went from this really independent woman to not being literally not being able to leave the house um I was having to actually call my husband home from work sometimes because I went into such a major panic attack I couldn't get myself out with it and I was having to call ambulances and things I thought I was having a heart attack and it's not until you go through that you actually 
that you actually realise how severe the symptoms could be. Um, and when then COVID hit with my husband, because my husband was obviously furloughed, like a lot of people was, I really sat there and went, you know what, I really need to take control of this. Um, and it kind of was my slap in the face and my journey to recovering then. Um, so I started, I actually started going running and it gave me time to actually start the exercise. And it's surprising how freeing that is when you're just going out with no one else, just music in your ears, being able to focus on yourself and your own mind. And then I went, right, OK, I haven't been eating well. I, I admit I'm a cake lover. I absolutely love cake. <laughs> Don't we all? Sweet <laughs> Honestly, I could start the day quite easily with a sticky pastry. Absolutely love cake. But it's also being my downfall because, as you know, when you're a mum, what do you do when you haven't got time? You pick up the quick and easy chocolate bar. Um, so health wise, I, you know, I've always been quite small, but health wise, I wasn't in a good position. Um, and obviously that really impacts your mental health as well. So I took the time to really start actually eating properly. And um, it was when Joe Wicks started doing on YouTube yeah. the um, the exercise at home for the ch um, this children, the PE with Joe. And I was doing that. And that really helped give me that time to focus on myself and trying to get my kids involved and it started me on my journey to recovery but it's been it has been a long journey um and then yes I went self-employed when I was made redundant and again as you know being self-employed yourself and what you do it opens up a whole new world so suddenly you're not just a bookkeeper on a, a money strategist you've got to be a marketer you've got to be online you've got to be visible you've got to be going to these networking events and you've got to have the confidence to talk to people um, and I was always someone who would walk in a room with my head down and I'd avoid looking at people because I was worried about the judgment. And I'd walk away thinking, gosh, did I say something I really shouldn't have? So it's been a really long journey through the last couple of years of actually gaining that confidence and um, actually getting myself into a place where sort of where I am today. And it's still it's still a working progress. I think as you go along yeah. this journey, there's always things that crop up that you have to actually focus on. Oh, definitely. I mean, um, you you know, you know, uh, I know you and you know me outside of this this call, and we I know the self development journey is a never ending one, um, because you you feel like you've overcome something, and then something else props up, yeah. uh, and the way I like to kind of um, think about it is uh, you're pulling back the layers of an onion. There's so many layers of an onion. You pull back one, and you're like, oh crap there's something else now and then you, you deal with that and you peel back another layer and then there's something else and it, it is a never-ending cycle um but to go from where you were to where you are now is absolutely amazing um and you can see I can see I mean this is being recorded on YouTube for those of you listening on podcast um you can see how confident you are in yourself the way you hold yourself and everything the way you talk about yourself is fantastic and I can't imagine Louisa as the person like in the corner of the room with a head down, um, worrying about what she's being judged on. So um, congratulations to you to get into where you are, because it takes a lot of work. Thank you. It does. And you're right. It does. You, it is like peeling away the layers of an onion. And I think until you come up against that block, you don't realise you have it. Um, I mean, when I went through, because I, I was, I did, I basically had a mental breakdown um, and I realised that now, but at the time I didn't realise it. And it was the exercise that actually helped me get um, through that. And that's why now um, I keep 
tried to keep it up. I slipped a little bit over Christmas as we all do, but trying to get back into the rhythm now we're getting yeah. lighter days. Um, but you know, at the time I did a lot of journaling and now I look back and sort of read those because I journaled every single day. And I it's just the difference is yeah. just completely like I'm just not the same person. Um, but I think it's just easy to remember that, you know, it's always you do have to keep progressing and keep going through it. And actually sometimes when you journal and you write things down, then you can look back in a year's time and go, wow, I really have actually come so far. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a really big journey. And yeah, it's a lot of it comes, as you know, it comes from things that have happened to you as a child that you've went through, that you've witnessed, that you've heard. And it's it all then impacts your adult life. And it's surprising. It can be the most simplest of thing that you suddenly go, wow, didn't even know that was stopping me from doing that. And it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? Hi, I am just interrupting the podcast to tell you about my up and coming business mastery workshop. Are you ready to take yourself and your business to the next level by reclaiming your power and unlocking your financial freedom? Introducing my Business Mastery Workshop, which is going to be on the Tuesday, the 18th of April, 2023. One day, three hours for just £15, which is an introductory price. Pulling together spirituality, mental fitness and finance to provide you with a never seen before insight into yourself, your business and your relationship with money. Are you feeling stuck and not sure why? From my experience within business and personal development, I've discovered that many business owners are giving away their power within their business without even realising it. For too long now, accountants have taken, have been holding power over you. The business owner, when it comes to the information that you need to make vital decisions that are going to push you and your business forwards. So let's bridge the gap between business owners and accountants. Become a master of yourself, a master of your business, and a master of your money. You will leave with clarity in yourself, your values, and an action plan to ensure the longevity of your business. You will have tools and techniques that you can take away and use time and time again to support you and ensure you have ease and flow within your life. You will have templates to ensure that you can reclaim your power within your finances and control them easily and understandably. Be a start of the revolution and let's reclaim your power over your mind, your business and your money. And for more information, you can be found in the show notes plus the link to join. I can't wait to see you there. There's, there's the stuff that um, that you, you come across as you're doing the work um, that you're like, well, I, I, I don't even remember that happening. But all of a sudden, your brain makes it appear in your mind. Um, and the, the, there's actually a scientific fact about that um is the fact that your brain will not let you deal with something that you can't you can't deal with um a presupposition in nlp is um your brain will not let you know of something that you were not able to deal with which is why as you start doing the self-development you start dealing with things things that you don't even remember happening pop up because your brain's going okay you've done enough work now you can deal with this You've, you've got the tools you've got the resources you've got the mindset to deal with it which is why it's a never-ending journey, this whole self-development journey. So in terms of where you were to where you are now, what would you say has been the biggest thing that's helped you along the way? What is What work have you done? Um, I mean, you've talked about the running, you've talked about the journaling. Is there anything else that you have done that has been had, had this monumental change on how you feel about not only your business, but yourself as a person? 
Yeah, I think the biggest, when I look back, I think other than the journaling, the running, and obviously making sure I'm eating sort of the right foods, I think putting myself in that place of the fear almost and knowing that I have to overcome it. So, you know, like say walking into a room full of people and just like, you know, in the past, I would have been looking down to the floor. I couldn't look at anyone. And it would, the judgment would have just been, like, I would have walked out thinking, oh, was my hell right? Was, did I say anything wrong? Oh, what are they thinking about me? And you still, I think we all have some of that is natural. But I put myself in the position of going to the networking events. And I think when you do, when you are self-employed, you kind of have to in a way. And that really helped because it put me in a position where if I didn't go out and network and I didn't go out and talk about my business, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to go anywhere. I wasn't going to grow. So that really helped. And I think it's very much actually overcoming that fear. But that is some of the, one of the hardest things to do because you mentally, you've got to get through that barrier and you've got to put yourself into that position to do it. And even Zoom calls, like doing this, um, this yeah. today review for the recording. Um, you know, I remember when COVID started and I joined a networking event and it was all over Zoom. And I remember my first one, it was make sure the background was right. I remember I was physically shaking to the point, like I remember my voice thinking, oh God, they could probably hear how nervous I am. And now you just hop on, you do it and you go and I don't worry anymore. But it is just overcoming the obstacle and it's putting yourself in that. But it's just also remembering that, okay, a lot of it is mental and actually half of what you're thinking, no one else is thinking or they're thinking the same. So actually you know, if you don't get through that, you're going to be stuck in the same place. And to be able to grow, you have to face those fears. Um, and we're, we're all human and we're all who yeah. we are. And it's just being your true self. And remembering there is actually no one else out there like you and owning that. We're not all going to get on with everyone, but those who we do get on with, and it is really powerful. And you then create a nice network of friendships and connections. And it's, it's really nice. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's lovely. I mean, I mean, I found that myself is as I'm growing, the people who I connect with are pretty much in the same journey as me. And the support you get from those within that are on the same journey as you is. It, it blows your mind, really, because you have I mean, I, I've got friends that I've had since I was at primary school. So I met them at the age of four and I'm still friends with them now, but they are not on the same journey as me now and they just don't get it which is fine. We're still friends, but I've had to um, expand my friendship network to people that do understand. Yeah, Otherwise, totally. it's, too, it's too lonely. It is. Um, and I think that's the thing. It's really important to, to surround yourself with not necessarily people who are just as like minded as you, but people who are going to push you as well. Yes. So those who are going to make you step up to the next level so that you get to the next level yourself. You know, I've got my friends who I absolutely love and adore and we have a fantastic time when we go out together um but I've also got my other friends who are the entrepreneurs then and the business people who push me forward who I know I can phone up and go look I'm stuck on this what do I do how do I do it I'm worried about this go just go do it you do this and having that sort of that diversity of connections really does help you grow as a person as well and actually going out of the box a little bit and making those new friendships really does help to push you forward and gain your own confidence as well oh definitely definitely um so kind of going back to what life was like when your son was first born and you were a in a council house on benefits and all that sort of stuff do you think that journey of being pretty much struggling and what would what people would say now is on the breadline 
Um, do you think that had an impact on how you viewed yourself when you started your business in terms of like charging properly and your self-worth, self-value? Do you think that had an impact on it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember when I first started my bookkeeping and, you know, now I look back and my charge out rate, I'd laugh at it now because I didn't feel like I could charge out what I should be as a bookkeeper. Um, so it was really very low. Um, and it, yeah, it really does impact. And I think a lot of it, you know, I'm always quite mindful as well of those who are like, especially in my money strategy, strategy who are going to be coming onto my programs and working with me. So I deal with um, female entrepreneurs on their, um, help them their finance, business finances. Obviously that impacts your personal finances as well. Cause as you make your business finances grow and you gain more profit, you can obviously take away more income and it affects your personal life. So I always try to be quite mindful about the people that I'm working with, especially working with female entrepreneurs because I've been in that place myself where I know I needed something to be able to grow and to get, the next, get to the next level, but actually not being able to afford it. And I think in the back of my mind, I'm always quite conscious of that. So I make sure I put out like, you know, low ticket offers so people can afford to learn this stuff still and work with me. Um, and I think it does. Yeah. I mean, I remember back then I was just you know, I didn't have confidence at all. Um, and it was, I remember especially being quite a young mum as well. There's a lot of judgment around that. And I remember working in a bank and being pregnant and people would comment and they say, oh, you know, you know, you haven't even started your life and, you know, it's over now and all the rest of it. And I look back and know that was the start of my life and that was the journey yeah. of my life. And I couldn't imagine anything else now because having my son and going through that journey with him and having my second son has completely shaped me into the person I am now um you know and I was so nervous back then and I'm quite a mama bear now and I will speak up and I'll say I'm very I'm a very straightforward person I'm quite open I'm blunt but I'm honest um and you know I am kind as well but yeah I will say it how it is and I don't mean it in an offensive way but I don't see the point of beating around the bush at the end of the day um uh so yeah it's it has shaped me into who I am today because of what I've gone through especially with Jace with his cerebral palsy I've had a lot of battles and still have a lot of battles to make sure he gets the care and support he needs and I've got to step up and speak and say when I don't agree with something you have to and that's against professionals who are telling you that you're wrong you know I was telling I was told when he was 18 months old he wouldn't walk he wouldn't talk um and I proved them wrong and you know that might have been through an operation but I got him that operation to make sure it happened and you know he's got to have a double hip reconstruction this year um and I'm still battling now to make sure it happens sooner than what they're saying and it is a constant and yeah it does it affects everything you do in life and in business but it's just important to remember that you, you know, as you grow and you look back and just remember what you have achieved and where you are going. Um, and like at the moment, I'm actually currently going for ADHD diagnosis and my my eldest son, he's currently going through that process as well. And I think for me, that side of it really actually reflects on a lot of who I am and it explains a lot when I was younger too. But I yeah. never, even a few years ago, to have the confidence to go through that and say that, I just wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said anything at all. So it, it does all have a massive impact. Yeah, it's crazy, really. It's crazy, really. So if you could give one piece of advice to anybody who's listening to this today and resonates with the story that you're telling from where you've come from to where you are now, what was what would be this the one piece of advice you'd give them to get them across that bridge from feeling like they want to just give up with everything to 
having a thriving, surviving business and having a life that, well, a business that works around your life rather than the other way around? Um, very much, you know, talk to people and find those, not necessarily those who you already talk to. Go on to the, on, you know, the online world is fantastic. Social media now, there are so many people that you can talk to um, and reach out because there is support out there. Um, you know, I wish I had done that a long time ago and actually held my head up and said, look, I am struggling. Um, I'm more likely to do that now than I would have a few years ago. And it is okay to struggle and it's okay not to be okay. And it's important to remember that. And we all have our own journey. And when you start talking to people, I think you you will then find out how much actually other people are struggling and probably going through the same as you, because it is such a lonely place. And when you are stuck in your head, feeling really down and low, you feel like you are the only one going through that, but you're not. So reach out and get the support and actually sit down and plan where you want your life to be, maybe in the next sort of two or three and even five years, and then start to put a plan in place as to how you're going to get there. Because things don't change overnight. And, you know, the progress that I've made has taken a few years already and I'm still going through it. And even if my business is still growing, but do put a plan in place so you know where you're going and then actually start taking actions to get there. But the first point of call I would say is reach out and find people who like-minded people who will support you. Awesome, awesome. I love that so much. Um, so if any of you online who are listening or watching on this want to reach out to Louise and find out, let's check the show notes for other links and follow her because she puts out some really great content on, well, everywhere I've seen her, she puts really great content on. So thank you very much for coming today and I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be on yeah. here.